Hey guys, welcome to a segment of the Grind Never Stops podcast. It's your host DJ Joe bringing you live news about sports. But before we start today's segment, I would love to say thank you for everyone who has followed me on social media since day one. And also I want to thank everyone who has tuned in to our show on all the social media platforms and all your music and podcast platforms but we have officially have 800 followers on twitter we have 1k followers on instagram and we have 80 subscribers on youtube and keep sharing our links and subscribe if you haven't yet and all the links will be in the description but again thanks for everyone who has followed us on twitter ig and who has subbed to our youtube so let's get on with today's segment first we're gonna talk about the game two clippers and Suns. we'll preview game three and we have some breaking news which is good news for the phoenix suns and bad news for the los angeles clippers and then we will also recap the game one between the hawks and the box and what really happened and then we'll go to the national hockey league where the islanders their backs was against the wall in game six but they forced game seven which was probably the last game at the at the coliseum and also game seven is tomorrow night and for the halves they're playing tonight for a chance if they win tonight they'll reach the Stanley cup finals for the first time since 1993 and it will be our first time in a long time that the last team that was able to make this playoffs will have a chance to go in the Stanley cup final uh so let's start so we want to talk how pandemic p returned to the nba playoffs and he did not pandemic p was gone ever since last year's bubble but pandemic p has returned to the western conference finals and it's not just we're not talking about pandemic p missing a jump shot we're not talking about pandemic pandemic p giving the ball over or had a turnover or got jet no he had two free throws down the stretch in the fourth two free throws and you're up to and Paul George is known to make his free throw he's a career average of 86% for the free throw line he has never been criticized for his free throw and this is the Western Conference Final the first time the Clippers have reached the Western Conference Finals for the first time in a long time even the lob city clippers never reached the western conference finals and at that time they were all in their prime in cp3 blake griffin and deandre Jordan. but paul george choked and it wasn't it wasn't a great way to lose game two because now you're down 0-2 going the Los Angeles Plus, you're receiving bad news, in which we'll talk in just a second. But like DeAndre, that was a great pass by Jay Crowder, and Aiton is so lucky 
that he got his hands on him because if he didn't it would have been illegal an illegal <clears throat> inbound pass by Jay Crowder but he got the game winner and we're not applauding DeAndre Ayn for the buzzer beater only he had a great game with a double double with 24 points and 14 rebounds and Devin Booker did not have a huge scoring game but the Clippers played great defense on him all night and he still made big shots for the Suns but now game three is tonight Kawhi Leonard is not playing tonight as well for game three but guess what Chris Paul the best leader in the, in, the, in the association is returning Chris Paul to play against a team that he used to play for and that he was balling for. And now this is time for CP3 to show the Clippers that they shouldn't have let him go to Houston, uh, trade him to Houston. And that's just bad news for the Clips. They should have won game two. Paul George. Pandemic P should have made his free throws and I never used Pandemic P all playoffs long why because he has showed up in every single game But no Pandemic P has returned gentlemen so that Paul George is not Paul George He's Pandemic P until he changed otherwise and he needs to have a big game because Kawhi Leonard is not playing game 3 as well and you don't want to go down 0-3 Cause if Kawhi doesn't play game 4, it will be Ball game, it will be a sweep And it's not a great way to reach the Russian Conference Final for the first time in franchise history And then lose in a sweep Paul G the Clippers should have won that game and Pandemic B missed two free throws Two free throws. Nobody was guarding him. Nobody wide open. And he missed both. Also, their defense at the end was not great as well. Where Zubac should have stayed in the paint. Because we both know DeAndre. 0 0.8 seconds left. They're not going to pass DeAndre in for a jump shot. No. He's going to catch the alley. So that was a bad defense by Tanaranlu. And by the Clippers as well. Well, but for the Suns, the sky is the limit because they're balling without CP3. And once CP3 returns, it's going to be a shit show for the Los Angeles Clippers. And I'm happy CP3 is returning because CP3 is playing in his best basketball. Other than what he did with the Eastern Rockets after winning 60 games and losing to the Warriors in 7 games in the Western Conference Finals. But this is different. CP3 is different. So let's move on. So the game one for the Atlanta Hawks and Milwaukee Bucks happened yesterday. And originally I thought the Bucks was going to come, come up and firing. But... They did not do any of that because it was all Atlanta because even though Hawks won by three, Hawks won the second half and the most important quarters are not the first half, it's the second half. It's where legends and Hall of Famers are made 
with a huge third quarter runs, huge fourth quarter. And for the Bucks, Chris Middleton again in his third consecutive game has a bad shooting percentage because Chris Middleton shot 6 for 23 from the floor. And who was he guarded by most of the night? Bogdanovich and Kevin Herter. And these guys are small. So how Chris Middleton 6, 7, 6, 8 cannot shoot the ball. He shot 0 for 9 from downtown. You cannot go into a conference final in your home floor and shoot 0, 0 for 9 from 3. Middleton, you're better than that. You can't score 15 points. It cannot happen. And Brooke Lopez as well. Everyone's talking about the yawn and stuff. But Brooke Lopez, as a close as 7 feet in 20 minutes, had 7 points and 2 rebounds. 2 rebounds. That cannot happen. I know Lopez has turned into a 3-point shooter where he was a very one of the best postman players when he was with the Brooklyn Nets and the New Jersey Nets. But you gotta do more because you know Middleton struggle. You know PJ Tucker is old, he's not a scorer anymore. And you know Giannis is out of gas. You know Holiday is out of gas too. You need more from Brook Lopez and the bench for the Bucks have been struggling for a while. Like Drew Holiday had the game of his life with 33 points and 10 assists and Giannis had 34 points, 12 rebounds and 9 assists. Giannis did not shoot the three. And yes, Giannis shot more from the free throw line. But this is not about the offensive decisions that the Bucks did. Maybe when they went for the tie and Middleton missed, yeah, maybe that wasn't great. But the, def the defense decisions by Mike Butts and the Bucks was horrible. It was not, it was not great to see that. And for the Hawks, they couldn't guard. What did I tell you guys before the series against the New York Knicks? I said, if the Hawks are going to win, they're going to improve it, their three-point shoot, shooting. And Trey Young's got to do his thing. And if the Knicks cannot guard Trey Young, it will be over before you know it. And what happened? And I thought Randall was going to have to do something, but he didn't do shit. So, I, so the Hawks won in five. And before I said Philadelphia are gonna bolster through their lineup. But if Trey Young continues what he's been doing all season long and in round one, they're going to win against my Sixers. Because we know what Ben Smith is gonna give you. And what happened? Hawks win in seven in Philadelphia and then before the series I said the Atlanta Hawks are not winning this matchup against the Bucks because yeah it's a chance for Giannis to reach the NBA finals you think he's gonna let the Atlanta Hawks get in the way no but I said if Trey Young keeps drawing fouls like he's been doing and if the Hawks 
run the plays that they've been running and why they've been winning basketball games, they will win. And what happened? The Milwaukee Bucks couldn't guard the pick and roll with Trey Young and Collins and Clint Capella. And the Bucks need to play better defensively. Drew Holiday's gotta go under the screen and not back up. So, and Collins had himself a great game 23 points and 15 rebounds. And Collins, on the offensive end, he hasn't had great offensive performances. But this was a statement by John Collins because he's being underappreciated because he's an upcoming free agent for the Hawks. But Trey Young had 48 points close to 50 with 7 rebounds and 11 assists. Capella had 19 rebounds. This was a horrible game one by the Bucks, but the Bucks need to win game two. Because trust me, playing at the State Farm Arena down 2-0, the Hawks will have all the momentum. So it will be a must win for the Milwaukee Bucks. And that will be tomorrow night. And Phoenix and Clippers game 3 is tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN. So let's move on and we'll talk quick about the National Hockey League. As you guys on Lightning are coming off an 8-0 win in game 5. And we knew that the Islanders goaltending hasn't been great in game 3s and game 4s and game, in, in game 5 obviously. But game six, John, they, the Islanders did not, had a great start. They had a great start. But it just, it's tough, you know, you gotta get, you gotta have a better start, especially the goaltenders. Because the Lightning scored first in the first, they scored in the second. But the Islanders said to themselves, we are in this position for reason and the only bad news about all this is that Kucherov got injured and he might he probably is not gonna play in game seven but the Islanders after the second period where they were down 2-1 and with five minutes ago they were down 2-1 and they said the Barzil boys the Bovier the Mayfields uh, all these guys they said to themselves, we are in this position for a reason. We won 32 games in the regular season for a reason. And they said, this is, we need to do this for the fans. We don't want to play our last game in this arena and lose it that way. We want to make a statement and have a chance to make a statement in the NHL and to all the fans that I think Islanders are a scrub team. And the Lightning, they just couldn't hold on as the Islanders tied the game late in the third and Bojivie got the winner in overtime. And I think the Lightning should have won this game because they won't have Nikita Kucherov for game seven. And the good thing about it is that the Lightning still have a Vezina Trophy nominee in, in uh, Valovesky. They still have one of the best defenders in the league in Victor Hedman. They still got the sniper, the best sniper in this era, Steven Stamkos. But this is not about the lightning. 
It's about the Islanders' goaltending because they have struggled. And this game seven that's happening tomorrow night could be a blow or could be a close game. And the Islanders need to play their best if they want to move on to the Sonic Cup final. And for the Lightning, they want to keep and start a dynasty as they made the Sonic Cup final last year. And they won. And they want to make back to back finals and they want to win back to back but i think it's going to be about steven stamkos is he going to go off and snipe what he's been doing all of his career but we will see but i still got tampa bay winning in game seven also the vegas golden knights are fighting for their playoff lives the Habs are up three two if the Habs win they'll reach the sunny cup final since 1993 in which they won in Vegas they want to try to tie and go to the Sunday Cup final again but for the Habs there's no keys to the game for the Montreal Canadiens because you really know what they give and what they've been giving all playoffs long but for Golden Knights they need more from Mark Stone Pacioretty they need to have better goal technique and should they stop Robin Leonard? No Marc-Andre Fleury is the veteran, is the key goalie here. But the Vegas Gold Knights need to solve Carey Press. Because you know they can play defensively, they can have great goaltending. But it's about Carey Price. If they solve Carey Price, Vegas will force a Game 7 and they will win Game 7. But they need to solve Carey Price. Because if they don't solve them, that Montreal Canadiens are advancing to the Sonic Cup Finals. But we need to see because for the Habs, they have been having great performance for Caulfield, from Toffoli, from Perry, from Shea Weber. All these guys are playing well. And they'll be the first team in NHL history to reach the final as the last team to make the playoffs. But guys, that's about it for this segment. Make sure to sub to our channel on YouTube and send your donations to our GoFundMe page. And all of the links are in the description. Follow us on social social media and share. We, we will upload our audio on Anchor and we'll upload our video on Instagram and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. This is DJ Joe from The Grind Never Stop.